let me um, let me hear your story. <laughs> uh, wh- okay. wh- what kind of cancer and how old your dog was and all that stuff. Okay. Well, it was back in. Well, my my husband passed in two thousand seven. So in two thousand five, he was diagnosed with esophageal cancer, and that's got like a seventeen percent survival rate. So we opted to. Well, we were shocked, so we just opted to go to the doctor and do the conventional route because I did not have any idea about, you know, alternative medicine. You just trust the doctors, you know. So we went and we did uh, radiation treatment and chemotherapy and didn't go very well. He got really, really sick. Got the thrush and all that. Um, they wanted to do surgery, but he didn't want to do that because he didn't want to have to, you know, eat a liquid diet for the rest of his life. Um, so we did that, and and uh, he actually it worked. We thought it worked anyway. Um, the, the cancer went away for a while. Um, for about a year, he didn't have any symptoms. Um, but then he started having the bad breath again. And I was concerned because that was, I didn't know it at the time, but that was one of the things that is, is an indicator. If a person has bad breath that they can't get rid of, it basically, that that can be a cause. So I, I told his oncologist because he would go back every few months for a protect scan and stuff. And I told his oncologist, I said, I think the cancer's back. And he says, oh, no, no, everything's fine. And so he he got a little, little knot on his head. And it, it was like a little cyst. And he went to his doctor and they did a biopsy on it and they said, well, this is uh, the same kind of uh, cancer that was in the esophagus. So we were horrified because, you know, we were told that he was okay because, you know, he'd been symptom-free for about a year. So they actually did another PET scan after the one just a few months before had seen nothing and found that it was all over his body. Um, it was in, it was in his back. It was in his, it even ended up with a tumor in his eye. Um, they found a four inch tumor in his, right next to his carotid artery that was just pressing on that. And we were just devastated. So that time we said, well, we need to do something different. So we went to the cancer treatment center in, uh, Oklahoma. And I started looking into alternative treatment methods. So we started uh, taking vitamins. We took all kinds of vitamins, and we did the, the easy act tea, and I can't even remember what all kind of stuff we, we, we tried. And we spent 
thousands of dollars in addition to also doing uh, the radiation and the chemo that I started researching because it's like, well, this is obviously not working because the cancer wasn't doing any better. And they told us that he had some cancer on his mesentery, which is like the stuff that holds your stomach together. But they didn't tell me that it was inside his stomach. Um, so we were doing all this stuff, and and uh, but he was just getting sicker and sicker. And one day I looked, I was looking online, and I read about the cesium chloride. Back in those days, you could find a little bit more about it on the internet than than you could find now. So, but he was really bad by then. But I was really desperate, so we. I ordered it, and and so, but my doctor told me, he said, oh, don't do that. He said, uh, that could interfere with the chemo. So I'm like, well, heck. And so he came in there one morning into the hospital room, and he said, well, he said, if, if we don't get some results soon, he said, your husband doesn't have long for this world. Well, I just thought, oh, my goodness. You know, I just kind of went into a panic, and I thought, well, I'm going to use these the cesium chloride anyway. Well, at the time he had he had had they had cut that thing off of his head because it had got up about to the size of a ping pong ball. Well, they cut it off, and you could literally see it growing again. I mean, it's it's like almost every day. I'm like, that thing's bigger. That thing's bigger, and so I decided that I'm going to use the cesium chloride and the DMSO anyway. I don't care what the doctor says because if he's going to die, he's going to die one way or another. So I started putting it on him, and I didn't even tell the doctor I was doing it. Well, within probably, I'm going to say, within a week, I started noticing that that thing on his head was getting smaller. And I'm like, oh, wow. So... I was pretty excited about that, and about that same time, the doctor comes in there, and he's all bouncy and happy, and he says, well, good news, Ms. Bird. He said, the, the chemo is finally starting to work, and I thought, hmm, yeah, it hadn't worked in two years, but yeah, sure, okay, <laughs> so I kept I kept doing the, doing the, uh, the treatment, and it was probably, it was less than two weeks, and that knot that had popped up on his head was was just down almost flush with his with his skin. So I said, well, to myself, I said, I, well, I know it's working. And the doctor was all excited. He says, well, he said, this, this uh, chemo and radiation is doing really well. And so... Obviously, I was, like, really excited, and I was starting to, you know, have some high hopes. And uh, he was feeling better, and actually, one night, he, for the first time in months, he was able to eat because he'd been on a feeding tube. And he actually ate some of his dinner because they would always bring, because he was in the hospital at this time. And not in the cancer treatment center, but he was in a local hospital there in Dallas-Fort Worth where we lived. And uh, he was finally able to eat, and he was feeling better. And 
the next morning, he went into like a crisis. He, he started getting a, a fever and was just really, really doing badly. And so I, uh, I called the, the nurse in the night and, the, and his doctor came and he says, oh my goodness. He said, we've got to get him into surgery right away, he said, because obviously this cancer in his stomach is, you know, something's happened. So they take him into surgery. He was in surgery for five hours, and I didn't know if he was going to live or die. But five hours later, they came out, and they said, well, he's, you know, he's uh, he's pulled through. And I talked to his doctor, and um, he told me, he said, well, he said, he said, I was pretty amazed. He said, when I opened up his stomach, he said his stomach was riddled with cancer. He said, but he said everything in his stomach, it was all shriveled up and pulling away from the uh, other surrounding tissue. He said, I didn't, I didn't see any living cancer. He said, so basically all I did was just go in there and clean everything up. And he said, so we can just, you know, pray and hope for the best. So I'm like, well, that's pretty exciting because I thought, well, he's, he's going to make it. You know, he's going to make it. Well, that weekend, his doctor had to go out of town, so he wasn't available. And then again, you know, he started getting really, really sick. And so I I called them and, um, well, his doctor isn't isn't available and I mean this was in the middle of the night and they said well there's really no no doctors available for him right now you know so um, he started getting sicker and sicker and then the, a doctor came in the next morning and uh, he looked at him and he says oh my goodness and he just started pulling those staples you know out of his because he had this big huge scar in his stomach and this was like two days after the surgery so he started pulling those staples out, and they said, oh, he's he's got peritonitis. Well, he died from that uh, later on that day, and I was just shocked and devastated because I thought, well, you know, he's going to get better. But it wasn't the cancer that killed him. It was the peritonitis because there's just been so much, you know, devastation that had happened to his stomach. Um, but the minerals did what they were supposed to do. Because the tumor on his head, it shrank and it pulled away and, you know, and then the, all the cancer that was all in his stomach was, was gone. But it was just basically too little, too late. Um, you know, that was, that was what happened to him. But, you know, after that, I told several people about the mineral who had cancer, but no one wanted to try it. Because doctor always advises against it. But then my little brother came up with lung cancer a couple of years later. And I told him, you know, about the minerals. Plus, he had already seen how that they had really worked wonderfully for my husband. But he didn't want to take the minerals. He said, well, he said, I'll lose my job if I don't do exactly what my doctor says. I'll lose my job and my insurance. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to try this. So... Plotted along for about a year there. Um, he ended up, you know, having a couple of surgeries and then 
he actually got the cancer in his brain. And they opened up his brain and they took a big tumor out of his brain. And he was not doing well <laughs> at all. And I told him, I said, well, I, I went in this hospital room, you know, one day and he was looking bad. And I told him, I says, well, I said, you're going to be dead by your birthday if you don't do something. I said, if they, if they hit you with that chemo one more time, you're not going to make it. Because, I mean, he was literally at death's door. Because by that time, that cancer had metastasized. It was in his lymph nodes. Um, it had gotten into his liver. It was back in his lung. Um, it had gone to his gallbladder and into his prostate. I mean, it was everywhere. He was just completely riddled with it. And they kept they had kept giving him chemo, and, and it, of course, it wasn't helping. And so, you know, I mean, he felt so bad, and he was literally right at death's door because he only had one kidney because he'd been in an accident, and, you know, his kidney, his one kidney was shutting down, and I really did think that he was going to die. So he said, well, go ahead, because I had ordered it for him, you know, like a year prior, and uh, he had used it for like a week, and he said, well, this isn't working, you know, and I says, well, I said, the chemo that you're using is not working either. But, I mean, nothing's going to work. You know, well, it probably actually did work in, in the week. But, you know, according to what happened to my husband, because he died before he'd even taken a whole month's worth of it. And it was working like crazy just after two weeks. So my sister and I started rubbing it, rubbing the minerals into his skin, you know, like, like your protocol says we should do. And... He told them he didn't want any more chemo or radiation or, or any of that. Just, you know, let me die in peace, basically. So he got a little bit better. He came home from the hospital and just kept progressively getting better. And he was going back for his checkups, but within less than a month, you know, he was like a new person. He was course he was very weak after all he'd been through but they they told him of course you know well you're the chemo and the radiation it's working well you're a miracle you know they were telling him that you know this was really amazing they've never seen you know any you know anyone recover that has been as bad off as he had and so he kept taking it and you know he never did have to go back for another uh, surgery to remove the cancer because they told him his cancer was all gone. And it was really quite amazing because, like I said, he had it all over. It was in, in several of his lymph nodes. Um, he had another, he'd had another tumor in his brain that they told him was inoperable and more in his lungs and in his liver and in his prostate. Um, it was he was just eaten up with it. But they told him, Well, you don't have any more cancer. You're you're a miracle. And then he did go back for another uh scan and they told him, Well, you know, you have a lot of, you know, dead tissue and stuff uh around in your prostate area. We'd like to go in and kinda of clean some of that up. So basically he went in and they, they did another little surgery to, to get you know, what they said was, you know, dead tissue and stuff out of there. But 
no more living cancer. And, of course, you know, he had also ordered some of the supportive vitamins that were on your website at the time. I can't remember what all they were. And he was also trying to follow the, the alkaline uh, diet for a while, and, and he was also choosing wheatgrass and stuff like that. But he, he progressively got better. Um, of course, he still had a lot of um, issues because of the damage from the cancer. But that was six years ago, and he's not Mr. Healthy, but he's, you know, he's not got cancer anymore, and um, he's able to go on vacations and do things he wants to do. He's actually on disability, but um, he got married about a year and a half ago, and he's pretty much, you know, does a lot of the things that he wants to do, but I mean, it worked for him. It cleared him of his cancer, and that's pretty much his story, but of course, several other people that I've told about it, they're, you know, they're afraid to try it because, well, their doctor doesn't want him to do it, so, but that's his story, I mean, I know for sure that it saved his life because he was at death door. How old was he? Well, right now, he is... Say that again? Seven. He was, he's 57 right now, so he would have been about 51 at the time. So that was six was years ago. Diagnosed. Yeah, that was six years ago. Well, probably, well, actually going on seven, but he's not had any cancer since. That's so wonderful. It was all, it's all completely gone. So it saved his life. And so the doctors think it's their chemo and radiation that did it, huh? Yes. Yes, that's what they said. Well, he's a miracle. He's a miracle. If it was, you know, a, because, if it's a miracle, then it means it doesn't work often, doesn't it? Doesn't that that mean to you? In other words, you're well, saying it's a miracle that it worked. Are you expecting it not to work? <laughs> well, he was he was so bad off, and and everyone was expecting him to die. And of course, they were going to hit him with another chemo. You know, which would have killed him because he was just. His kidney was, one kidney was failing, and he was literally at death's door. You could tell he was, you know, he was knocking on heaven's door, basically, because, you know, I've had several family members die, and you can tell when someone's about ready to check out. But, yeah, that was was over six years ago, and and, uh, he still goes and gets his scans and stuff, but he doesn't have any cancer. He's uh, probably made a believer out of him, didn't it? Well, it actually did. <laughs> he was he was pretty amazed himself, you know. <laughs> um, but you know, he would have taken it in the beginning, but he was, you know, he'd actually talked to his doctor about it, and oh well, no, you don't need that. That'll interfere with your chemo, and so that's pretty much why he opted not to do it because he had faith in the doctors that oh, they're going to get me well. And for a year, he went through all these treatments and got sicker and sicker and sicker, and you know. Typically, once it hits your lymph nodes, you're done for. Yeah. And it was it was in several. I mean, it was literally all over him. And, you know, he was he was about ready to check out. I mean, it, his, at the time we started using it, it, it was a week prior to his birthday. And I told him, you know, before we started using it, I said, you've got, you've got a choice. I said, you can try these minerals and they might work. I said, or you can be dead by your birthday. And that's what's going to happen. So he, he opted to do it. 
that none of us ever told. He didn't tell the doctors. We didn't tell the doctors. The nurses would walk in there and, oh, we're giving him a massage to make him feel better because we were rubbing it into his legs and all that stuff, you know. Because, I mean, I, I told him, I said, don't you dare tell them, you know, because they didn't, they didn't want, you know, me doing it with my husband, you know. So, but, you know, my one regret is that I didn't find out sooner with him because I'm very confident that he would have lived because the surgeon telling me that he opened up his entire stomach because he had a scar a foot long, you know, there over his stomach. And he said, I found no living cancer whatsoever. He said it was all dead and pulling away from the surrounding tissue. But it was just too much damage. And, you know, we lost him from peritonitis. But, you know, if I ever get it, I know what I'm going to do. There will be no chemo and there will be no radiation for me. <laughs> Well, that's, I really appreciate. <laughs> I really appreciate you sharing that. Uh, there'd be plenty of people that like to listen to that. Okay. Well, I mean, if there's anything else I can do, I mean, uh, sorry, it probably sounded a little garbled, but no, you, you did uh, fine. You did fine. Well, you have a wonderful day, and thank you very much. All right. You're welcome, sir. You have a good day, too. All right. Bye bye now. Bye bye.